Hello, folks. Sonia here. I wanted to take just a minute to let you know that I'm currently booking speaking engagements for the last half of 2022. Are you looking for a speaker for your workshop or professional development event? I've spent the last 29 years in higher education, and I would love the opportunity to work with your group to create a work-life balance that allows for a satisfying, productive work life while still having a restful, fulfilling home life. Does such a thing exist in these COVID times? It does. And I'd love to work with your people at your event to show you how to make it happen. I can come to your location or work with you and your colleagues over Zoom. Group size is not an issue. I've worked with a small handful of folks or rooms as large as 100 people or more. Just email me at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, at SoniaGreenCoaching.com. Let me know what kind of event you have going on and what you're looking for. And let's start talking about a plan to help your company or school create a work-life balance that benefits everyone. Thanks so much. Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup podcast. Take two. (laughs) I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. Uh, And I am Judith Fender. I am a coach for the NoBS Weight Loss Program. (laughs) We're laughing because we had to cut our first take and start over this morning. We've got it going on. But you know what? We're not going to take it personally. (laughs) Which is our topic today. Right. We are talking about when people say things and we decide to take them personally. Hmm, Wait a minute. You mean we get to choose what we (laughs) believe, Sonia? (laughs) How? Not only do we get to choose, I'm going to go so far as to say we choose every day what we do and don't take as truth. You know, and and, and in our first take, when we, after we cut and did a little pre-gaming, we both agreed that, that, that this, while a simple topic is right now a little um, graspy for me, mm-hmm. particularly like because we've done so much work. I've done yeah. so much work that when you're not in it and you can see, although I'm not saying I'm perfect by any stretch of the means, it's just nothing is sticking out right now. <laughs> Right. Exactly. That's, that's the issue. It's not, I mean, I can, I can reach back to lots of examples and somebody could hit me today. Like somebody Mm -hmm. could reach out today and sting me. Mm -hmm. They could say something. I just, I'm not aware of what that would be right now because I have worked through a lot of the areas Mm -hmm. where I used to take things personally. And one of the things that, that we talked about are evaluations, teaching evaluations, Mm -hmm. students do evaluations. And, and I have, I'm in a group called PhD mamas on Facebook. Oh, wow. Somebody was taught and it's, it's just, you know, women who are mothers and PhDs Mm -hmm. and the challenges, but, but somebody mentioned the other day, a really hurtful comment that a student had written about her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think back to times when there's two types of students who fill out the evaluations. That's part of the problem. There's the students who love you 
and the students who hate you. <laughs> but that's going to be true with anything. Just about People who have opinions are going to leave comments. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the people in the middle, they don't, don't. care enough to leave oh. a comment. Mm -mm. So, but you know, the whole thing with taking things personally, this is the hard part to me. If you're going to take it personally, or if you're not going to take it personally, then you won't take either of those comments, either the really positive ones or the really negative ones. You'll separate yourself from both of those because your thoughts, your beliefs and yourself come from inside inside. Right. And you know, what is so interesting about this is because we make it sound easy and Mm. it sounds really clear, but it's not. No, because just a few short years ago, you and I both were kind of swimming in our own sea of beliefs and taking things personally. And, but we've learned through this process that the only opinion that really matters is the one we hold of ourselves. And if someone says something that we do take personally now, we know that that is the area we have work to do. There's something to poke around and look at because if you feel the sting now, you feel it, that is your indicator to look in and see what belief are you holding that you, that you bought into this, these words that somebody said. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's all about your thoughts, your thoughts. Yeah. So we're, we're culturalized, we're socialized, we're, you know, the norm is to look to the outside for feedback on how we're doing because we don't have internal or intrinsic values so much, you know, at some point, and maybe, I don't know, it's around six, according, if I believe everything I read that we start evaluating and looking to the outside for our cues on how we are doing, even down to the school system, right? How we're, we're getting grades and how we're showing up in our behavior in class. And I think about my little babies being in school, how they did in school and how important it was that they look good and that they behaved well and that they got good grades. And, you know, now with this thought work, when I'm coaching my clients, sometimes that is really especially the mamas, I want to be sure and tell them about how they're considering what they're demonstrating to their babies. Yes. How they're raising their kids and how they're modeling. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that that is probably now that you mention it, parenting is an area Mm -hmm. where I can always take it personally. And I, I mean, I know, I know intellectually that that's not just me. We Mm -hmm. are all, if anybody out there thinks you are a stellar, perfect parent, I want you to call me. I want to know how you're doing it because (laughs) I think that's something that we all worry about. It's so high stakes. We want to think we can do it perfectly. And, you know, so that's easy to take personally. I have to tell you last night when when I was considering this podcast, that is exactly the line of thinking I went to was you know, this is all fine and dandy (laughs) until you get down to the parenting and learning to let go and love at the same time and adjusting your sales to, to flow (laughs) with this parenting gig, because there isn't anything that can 
that can tear us up more than our children and how they're doing and what people say and what people think about them and what we think about them. And no, you are, you are exactly right. I hadn't thought about that until you brought it up, but that is an area where it's very easy to take it personally. And the way that as I have been interrogating and working on that thought, the thing that I keep coming back to that I do truly believe is that discomfort Hmm. is the source of our power. And Hmm. so I may not do something right. Let, Let me, let me be a little stronger than that. I will not do everything right. Parenting, you know, my, my two older children, I don't parent them a whole lot anymore. It's more, I give them advice as they need it. My eight year old, I'm constantly comparing, did I, am I parenting him as well as I did the other two? Am I this, that, and the other, but ultimately I'm going to mess up because I am a human Mm -hmm. and he is going to benefit (laughs) from that. It's going to, he's going to find strength in himself. You know, something that I don't do well, he will have to figure out on his own. And that will bring him strength when he needs it. And I, I believe that. And it helps me to have some comfort when I'm taking my own parenting too personally. Right. right. And then I go kind of in a, in a different direction when I find myself really getting in the weeds with my parenting or my thoughts about parenting mine are uh, young adults now, 20, almost 24 and 26. Yeah. Um, is the, I'm the consultant parent. That's the role I I consider myself. And, um, but I find a lot of comfort in knowing that I got to learn my lessons too. Exactly. And thank God my parents let, let me have some space. Although there were periods where I wasn't very happy about that. I wish I had a little more guidance, but ultimately I did well. I did all right. and found my own, my own way. And I know my children will too. Like you're saying, they're going to find a lot of comfort in knowing that their struggles, I'm going to give that word today, will be their strengths tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're saying the same thing. We're coming mm-hmm. at it from different perspectives, but ultimately it's, it is going to be their strength mm-hmm. that we are not perfect. Right. So back to words. <laughs> no, personally taking things personally. Yeah. Well, but many times it is from other people's words. And what I think it's important for us to to understand is a lesson that we've been taught probably since we were children. Mm. It's usually if somebody actually says something to us, boy, you're stupid or boy, you look fat today or, you know, any of those words that is, I'm going to say 99.999% of the time, because I do, you know, I hate to say hundred percent. It, it's because of something that's lacking within them. It is not about you, no matter who you are, you stepped in front of them today. You got the brunt force of their words, but it has nothing to do with you. It's all about what's going on for them. Right. And you know, that's, it's like, like we've said earlier, that's easy when you're not in the throes of it. And I mostly yeah. think of, right? They're not the, uh, I was in Facebook the other day and there was, um, uh, someone had commented about getting much like your student 
evaluations. Evaluations. Yes. This person had stellar reviews, a a business professional, and she had stellar reviews on her Google search or something like that. Mm -hmm. And someone had blasted her. And I am sure that was that sting that we were talking about. Just, she just couldn't wrap her brain around it. You know, cognitively she was going, I know I'm, I know I'm good. I know I'm valuable. I know this is not about me, but that processing that we have to go through and that sting, we get our sting. Yes. We get it. And then we get to work through it Mm -hmm. and comfort ourselves and find our own value and trust ourselves that we'll have our own back. Yeah. We won't take things personally that that speaks volumes about them. And anyone who's looking at that Google review, like your teacher evaluations knows yeah, it's uh, people with opinions. Right. And everybody has one. (laughs) I'll never forget. You know, we're all, are we laughing about the same thing? Yeah, I'm sure we were. I'm going to say it. (laughs) Well, you know. I'll never forget the first time I heard someone say that. I think I was like in college, you know, it's just like the best thing. Like just realizing we're all just walking around with Everybody opinions and holes. Yeah, that's right. Everybody has <laughs> like, them. Like, wow, that's pretty profound. <laughs> but, you know, I think about, I think about us and our podcast and how we put ourselves out there. Oh. And, and at the end of every podcast, you know, I, I asked for a five-star review. You do. But the day is coming when we're going to get negative feedback. Yeah. And you know what? I have already decided that when that day comes, I will feel like we have fully arrived. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are we, are we asking for a four star or a three star? The day's coming when somebody says we're awful and that we are a waste of their time. And that give us something to podcast about y'all. Show me one person who's putting value into the world who has not been criticized. Right. And I'll show you somebody that nobody knows. Oh, I think about Brene when she, I was watching her Ted, Ted, no, no, her Netflix special on uh, courage. Courage. I love that. I almost watched it again the other day. She was saying how after her Ted talk and how her friend, you know, said, don't go read the reviews and her, her husband says, don't read the reviews. And he like went off to, to work and she was home alone all day. And she read the reviews and how they were saying things like lose weight. She needs Botox, biggest waste of time, you know, shit like that. And I, it is so hard to, to think. And she was talking about how devastated she was, how she wrapped up in her blanket and she bought into the words and, you know, that hit spots with her because, you know, I just, I, I think you, I, I, you and I both agree and people who put themselves out there to put value, to help improve our lives. Yeah. Who would say something like that? Uh, trolls come to mind. Yep. <laughs> Who are these trolls? Well, and we know because of Dr. Brown, we know that people use, they push off their own shame. They get a temporary relief from their own shame, their own pain that they are in when they say negative things to other people. Right. Cause their internal dialogue is yeah. so hot. 
Yes. And so that's another thing that has really helped me. I know that when somebody has something really ugly to say about me, Mm-hmm. that I need to take a minute. I mean, it depends on the situation, whether or not I want to get involved and say, Hey, what's going on with you? But there is something going on with them. And, you know, when somebody leaves a review like that, they are trying, they are attempting to get some power over their own internal hot mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the way they're doing it in that moment. It has nothing to do with me. I just mm-hmm. happened to be in their line of sight this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, I don't, I just had this thought of, or this memory of in the early days, have I talked about convenience store life any at all in podcast? A little bit, not a whole lot, honestly. You know, lot. I was running a convenience store at 22, started working at family business at 15 in a convenience store. And I had my own store at 22 with the help of my family. And, you know, you learn a lot about people. They're just in and out. They come in and get their supplies, their junk, their gas, their whatnots. And you get little snippets of their life. And mostly in the early days, I was given a lot of directions before Asheville was super, (laughs) super busy. But, you know, and this was before Google and maps, Uh, you know, we were selling paper fold up maps. Yeah. And I I kept one anyway, where I'm going with this is when people would come in and like pay for gas in advance and then drive off with the hose still attached in the car. And you just wonder what's going on in people's brains. Yeah. That I truly think I can remember. And the story I would tell myself that had what had to be going on in their brain was that there must be something going on in the family. Like I, I would say they they could be on their way to a funeral, Judith. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what's going on. They could be going through a divorce because it was just beyond my comprehension. What, how you could drive off with a gas, yeah, <laughs> gas, yeah. Your, gas hose in your car and ripping it out of the pump. Yeah. But at, that's at 22 now at well, older than 20. Almost have, double. Have you, have you had some experiences where you can understand now fully how something, because I think you about, you know, a few times in my life when my headspace has not been, yeah, I've not been in a good headspace. Uh, just talk about all last year for me. <laughs> I'm just coming through y'all. I'm coming through. <laughs> well, and I remember one, one morning in particular when I locked my keys in my car at school. Mm-hmm. And I had to call security and, you know, that's just not something that I typically do, Mm -hmm. but I was in such a headspace that I was not. And when I say headspace, I mean that I was not in the physical world at Mm -hmm. all. I was in deep in Sonia's brain Mm -hmm. and, you know, so yeah, it's to get some relief from that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like you, I try to think when somebody is particularly I don't, I don't know. You know, the good Southern word is ugly. My daughter always questioned that because she grew up in other places than the South, but I think Southerners know what I mean when I say mm-hmm. somebody says something ugly <laughs> or does, or does something I'm going to use the word, you know, we call stupid Yeah, driving off with a gas sink, but I didn't want to label it that yeah. because it's, it's dangerous, but to do something like that, their brains clearly. Yeah. It wasn't their intention when they pulled up. 
Right. And so when somebody says some things to me that are, you know, mm-hmm. that are that of that, that way, mm-hmm. whether it's just thoughtless or whether it's mean, and it could be either, mm-hmm. you know, that's on them, but mm-hmm. how we react mm-hmm. that's on us. on us. Yeah. I was thinking about the customer like, or, you know, it's happened several times, not just once. Like it, it's pretty much a couple times a year now, but if we thought of that as, you know, them saying words mm-hmm. and, you know, taking it personally would, would just not be helpful. No. Like you, like thinking that they showed up there to mess up your business, to jam up your day and yeah. have to shut the pumps down and you got to clean up the gas and the fire department has to come and it's a big deal. It's no fun. Well, and that's the way we think of it. That's the way we're tempted to think of it when we're on our own negative headspace, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When we're believing and blaming story, yeah, and blaming. Mm-hmm. But how much better is it for them and for us if we can say, if we can yeah. have some compassion, yeah, and know that there are times when we need compassion, yeah, and trust ourselves to think, okay, you're having a bad day. I'm sorry about that. I'm not going to have a bad day because of it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's power. Another, yeah. You're right. That is power. And it's, it's optional. Like cause suffering would be optional. Yeah. Right. Yes. Choosing to believe otherwise that, that they were out to get out to get you. Yeah. <laughs> out to ruin the day. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are not out to ruin our day. No, no. they're just trying to, to get by on their own. Yeah. So it's about time to wrap this up. Yeah. What, what do you want to leave folks with as far as not taking it personally? You know, to believe enough in yourself that you get to decide that you get to take ownership of every, everything you put in your, your brain mm-hmm. and to guard it and be mindful of what you choose to believe and what you let in there and what to let out. Yeah. Oh this yeah. Is not about me. This is not, this problem is not mine. <laughs> Yes, that's what I was thinking, that that self-trust. When we can do that, the anger at other people, the jealousy, the, you know, all of that stuff can go away if we can just let go mm-hmm. and trust ourselves. I'm not going to let somebody else tell me how to think about me. I'm going to choose mm-hmm. because I know, I, I know what I'm made of. All right. Well, if you are looking for coaching on taking it personally or anything else, (laughs) you can, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com or on the Instagrams at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A underscore green coaching. And if you would like to work with me, if you'd like to lose weight or work on body image or work on taking things personally, you can find me at losing 100 pounds with Corinne Crabtree on the Instagram, just Judy, (laughs) J-U-S-T-J-O-D-I-E. And we would love for you to share this podcast. We would love for you to review this podcast. We would love for you to send it out in the world. Eventually we're going to get that first negative review and then I'll know we have arrived. We have made somebody angry. I have a note here that says at best you can influence. And even then that is limited. So we would like to have influence over you. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, folks. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>